Welcome to First Response Fishing Podcast, where we have first responders, veterans, and special guests discussing all things fishing. Take a moment, click that follow button or subscribe button, depending on the platform you're listening to us on. That way, when we put out new content, you know right away. Welcome to First Response Fishing. Today we're going to talk about fishing trips on a budget. We all know there are once-in-a-lifetime fishing adventures that you could save up for and pay for an all-inclusive fishing trip for whatever species it is that you decide you want to fish after. But what about when you just want to go on a fishing trip, maybe yourself, maybe with a couple buddies, you're not looking to spend a lot of money, but you still want to make it as fun as possible. So how can you do that? Well, the big thing is you need to decide how much roughing it you want to do. Are you and your buddies the tent typing type people or are you more of a stay in a hotel? Obviously, staying in a hotel typically is going to run you more money. But if you are the type that likes to go camping, how, you know, especially with that, how can you save the most amount of money? One thing I think is very often overlooked is certain states have camping regulations in certain areas where you can camp for a night or two nights for free. You can go put up your tent, spend an overnight there, and it not cost you anything for the camping. Look into those. Spend the time researching it. See if there's those in your area. See if those that's something your state does. The other thing that you can also do is meals. That is a huge expense if you're eating out. But if you've got yourself and a couple guys going, if each of you says, hey, I'll take this meal, breakfast, lunch, whatever it is, you can prepare a meal prior to going out that would feed everybody for very low cost. You know, a, a cheap type of soup could be just sandwiches. It could be with just things that you already have bought and put around the house. Look at that and decide. Yes, it may not be the best gourmet meal you're ever going to have, but it's something you can eat and keep the price down. The other thing is if you're going out somewhere and you're going uh, fishing for fish that you like to eat, if you're one of those type of fishermen, you can plan to try and have a fish fry or whatever, but always remember you need to have a backup option because you're not guaranteed. What I like to do in those situations is if I'm taking someone, I, I don't personally eat fish, so I will not be eating whatever they catch anyways. But I always try to bring something expensive like hot dogs. Most people eat them. You can go a little bit more expensive, get the all beef ones or the gourmet ones or whatever you want to get. But you can save money by having those. Those are a quick, easy meal. Again, it, it's looking at the budget. The other thing to plan for is if you're going with a group, 
are you all taking separate vehicles or can one person drive and you can split the gas money? These are all things I think get overlooked. And if you look at these things and plan ahead on them, you're able to save a little money here and save a little money there. The other thing is if you're going to stay in a hotel, do they charge more for say a double queen bed with two people in the room? Most Hotel residency rates that I've seen are two-person occupancy. So look at that. Pick a buddy that you guys can, you know, pair up that you can room with and split the cost of the hotel room. If you're staying somewhere inexpensive like a Super 8 or somewhere like that, you could get a hotel room for 20 bucks a person. Again, it's something you can save on. If you're going to a campground, how many tents can you put on one campsite? You may get, you know, you may have a couple more tents on there and feel a little more cramped, but you're saving the money. It's a cost versus comfort that you need to figure out. The other thing is for like the hotel rooms, how much they charge for each additional adult. If every room is 50 bucks a night, but they'll let you have four adults and they're going to charge you additional $10 per person, bring an air mattress, bring sleeping bags, whatever, have all four of you in one room, it's going to save you money. You're able to split that out four ways, saves money that way. Things that you should, you may not necessarily think about that you can save money on. Again, it really depends on how comfortable you are, but when you're planning a fishing trip, plan on as a group, look at all your options, talk to the guys you're going with, see what resources you have and evaluate those resources and see where you can save money here and money there. The other option you might have is, you know, does, is one of the guys that's going live near the place? And if they live near the place, do they have extra room? Do they have, you know, a, they have a backyard that you could camp in. Yeah, it kind of sounds kind of cheesy. I know growing up, you know, we used to camp in our friends' backyards and stuff, and it was kind of uh, whatever. And then as we got older, it kind of seemed childish. But if you're trying to save the money, why not? You know, save yourself the money where you can. That, that To me, that's the big thing. The other thing to always look at is if you're going boat, fishing, if you're taking a boat out on a lake and it's a larger lake, look at all the different launches and what their fees are. A good example of this is there's a lake near me that there are six towns that border that lake. The boat launch fees for that lake can vary from $22 to 10 just based off the boat rent launch that you're using. It's all the same lake. If you launch at the $10 one, you may take longer to get to your ideal fishing spot. But is it going to be an additional $10 worth of fuel? Probably not. So research all this stuff. Don't just say, oh, we're going to go fishing here at this city on this lake. When there might, like I said, there might be another city on that lake that's considerably less. Things to look into for it. Um. The other thing with that is Gas Buddy. Gas Buddy is a huge, 
huge game changer when it comes to fuel. If you're going long distance and you're going, you know, nor- another area of your state that you're not familiar with, but you're going to go fishing there, check Gas Buddy. See where the gas prices are along your route. You know, maybe it's more expensive where you live and more expensive where you're going, but somewhere in between there's a gas price that's considerably less. Bring a couple gas cans, fill up the gas cans for fuel for the boat there. Save yourself the money there. All little things that you should look into. Everybody kind of laughs at this one, but if you're planning for a fishing trip and you're going to do the, we're going to bring food line of it, coupon clip. I know there's a lot of people who probably never think about it, but when you get those free mailers for the couple weeks or so before the trip, start looking at what's on sale, where, what do you have coupons for? If you know it's going to be a longer distance out for the trip and you, you're going to get take non-perishable things like canned goods, start then looking at the price of the canned goods, the coupons are in there. It's something that's going to last you a while. You don't have to buy them right before. Store them, you know, put them in a keep them in a plastic bag, put them in the basement if you need to. They'll they'll keep and you can save the money that way. All little things like that. Um, with the time of year we are right now, if you're planning a fishing trip in the spring and you're going, you know, I'd really like to get uh, a new shirt or I need to get new pants or I need to get a new rod or a new reel. We have big sales going on right now. Start thinking ahead for that. Start looking at who's having those sales. The longer you have to plan for a trip, as soon as you decide you're going on that trip, make a list of what you need for it and start evaluating what you have to buy right before the trip and what you can buy long before the trip and start looking for those sales. If it's something you have to buy right before the trip, then go ahead and start looking before, you know, a week or so beforehand and finding those deals. But the other thing is, is if you're going to do meat and you see a sale on it now and your fishing trip isn't in, isn't for another month or so, freezer you can take the meat, put it in a Ziploc bag, push all the air out, freeze it, and it'll hold for that long. So it really depends on how long out that trip is and how soon you can get things. But coupons and mailing flyers are huge if you're trying to save money on them. Like I said, the sales on tackle and things like that, that's another big deal to be looking at. The fuel, I don't think anybody really looks at that. The other thing you can look at is if you have multiple people going who all have trucks, it could come down to simply looking at who gets the best fuel economy and can still pull the boat or still pull the trailer. Or if you're going bank fishing, who has the most fuel economy, economical car that you can all fit comfortably. You don't want to be packed in like sardines if it's a four hour ride, but you know, or if it's six, 10, 12, you know, however long the ride is, if it's a longer ride, you may not want to be packed in like, like sardines, but if you have a big, you know, pickup truck that gets 15 miles a gallon and your buddy's got a mid-sized car that's getting 20, 26. See if you can take the car. See if you can, 
you know, split the gas with him in half there, but it's going to cost you less. All things that you should consider on it. The other side of it, if it's just you going and you know where you're going and it's not, again, not illegal and you want to save yourself some money, find out where there's cheap camping and just pull your truck up and sleep in the bed of the truck. You know, bring your stuff, put there. You don't have to carry a tent. You don't have the expense of that. You can literally have your homecoming with you. Like, just bring your truck and sleep in it. If you have a camper topper and you got a couple buddies, you can do it that way. All things that can save you money in the long run. When it comes to fishing trips, the one thing I see a lot of people do is they all want to stay in a hotel and they all want all these features to the hotel. Um, I have a couple friends who always want to have a pool or they always want to have a hot tub. And Realistically, if you're going on a field, uh, fishing trip and you're going to be doing major fishing, typically you're going to be out there from early in the morning, probably all the way through till dark, maybe a little bit past depending on how the fish are biting. Do you need that swimming pool? Well, I know personally, if I go fishing all day, by the time I get back, I'm tired. I just want to shower and go to sleep if I'm staying in a hotel. I'm not usually using the workout room. I'm not using the hot tub. I'm not using the swimming pool. These are all things that are nice when you're going with a family, but when you're going by yourself, aren't needed. See if there's a budget hotel nearby that doesn't have those amenities, but is going to give you a better rate. The other thing you may want to look at, and I don't think this gets done a whole lot, is if you're traveling long distance. I mean, you could do it in a short distance, but this is more of a you're traveling far away, farther away from home, you know, four or five, six hours, whatever it may be. Instead of a hotel, look at Airbnbs. Um, look at there's and I don't mean specifically that site. There's several different sites out there. But look into one of those that's going to, if you're going for a longer trip, say a week, seven days, you're going to typically be able to get a better rate on it there. And you've got a place to keep the things you don't need. So if you're going to go out and you're bringing huge amounts of tackle with you because you're not sure what you're going to want, but you get out there and you look at the the conditions that day and you say, I only need this much. You can comfortably leave it at that Airbnb versus knowing a cleaning lady is going to be coming in, things like that, you know, worried things are going to get taken. It's a sad truth of being in a hotel, you know, things like that can happen. So you can save money that way and have a peace of mind for your security. And this can be applied to other types of trips, hunting trips and whatnot. But fishing trips are where I kind of am focusing on this just because of obviously the nature of our podcast is based on fishing. So these are all things you should be looking at. The biggest thing is to remember as always, when we talk about fishing is have fun doing it. You know, if you're going out and you're getting frustrated because you spent all this money and things aren't going your way, Again, reducing that money may make you, you know, if you, if you don't catch any fish, it's still going to make you feel better because you're not out a lot of money that didn't produce. 
So just keep that in mind. Uh, again, keep your eye out. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow whatever button is on your particular uh, venue you're listening to us on. We do have that podcast with Rick from Monster Bass coming up very soon. Uh, there's a couple other podcasts we're working on as well that should be coming down the pipeline soon. Some interesting guests I think that you're going to really not want to miss. And as always, keep those lines tight. Remember that a bad day fishing is still better than a good day at work. Stay safe out on those waters and have a great day.